And now this is the gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. And then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, you do not know now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you'll never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, one who is bathed has no need to wash except for the feet but is entirely clean, and you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After he'd washed their feet, he put on his robe and had returned to the table. He said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So a very long time ago, a man and his friends sat down at a table for dinner. They had been through a lot together, these friends. They had given up a lot to be together, more than they knew. They ate together most nights, and because it was the celebration of the Passover, of course they would meet again. Nothing was out of the ordinary something was coming. They all felt it. They didn't know what. The people around the table talked and joked with the comfort of siblings. They ate slowly, savoring the plates of lamb, eggs, and bitter herbs, herbs and unleavened bread that they passed. They drank wine and delighted in one another's company. At the same time, even longer ago, the people called the Israelites sat down for dinner in Egypt, in slavery. They had been through a lot together already, these people. They'd given up a lot and had had a lot taken away from them to be together, more than they knew. 
They ate together most nights, but this night was special. They ate with their shoes and hats on, their walking sticks in their hands, their luggage packed for a journey. They ate quickly, pausing only to pray for God, to God, for mercy. They barely tasted the bread and wine and bitter herbs of the first Passover meal. And they ate in both fear and excitement. At the same time, far in the future, a group of siblings sat down at a table for dinner. We have been through a lot together, we siblings. We've given up a lot to be together, more than we know. We don't eat together very often anymore, not as a whole group, and not usually in our, each other's houses, even before this pandemic year, but we did and do meet every week to pass a plate of bread and a cup of wine. We love one another deeply, and yet we don't quite know what to do about it in this vast and changed world. We talk and joke with the intimacy of family, and we remember all the times that we've eaten together, every meal, every communion for 2,000 years. We know something is coming, And we know what it is. We've heard the story, too, for 2,000 years. Yet we don't really understand it. How could we? We don't really know our part. We eat loving one another, loving God, loving what we think we know. That man and his friends, a very long time ago, were about to depart The man would depart this life, and he grieved to think of it. His friends would depart from each other and from him, running away in fear and grief. Only Judas would have the courage of his convictions, and only the women would return. The man knew that this departure, this ending, would also be a beginning. And he knew that beginning would not make the end less painful. His friends knew something was ending. Maybe, maybe they thought the rule of the Roman oppressors was ending. Maybe they thought their poverty and directionlessness were ending. They didn't know that this would be their last dinner together, that this was the last meal of a condemned man, that this last supper would feed them in their wilderness. And at the same time that people called the Israelites even longer ago were about to depart, They would depart from Egypt and the slavery they had endured. They would depart from the life they had known, oppressive as it had been, and embark on a long, long journey in the wilderness. But before they left, they covered their doorposts with blood, marking their homes so the angel of death would pass over them. They killed the lamb and ate it in fear and joy, grieving the loss of their old life, ready to leave for a new life terrified by what was happening outside their doors. This people had leaders, brothers named Moses and Aaron and their sister Miriam, and they knew this departure, this ending, would also be a beginning. And they knew they would not survive this new story. They knew this beginning would not make the ending less painful. And at the same time, far in the future, here, 
brothers and sisters and siblings gathered here are about to depart, and we don't know it. We think our weekly meal is comfort and beauty and joy, and it is, but it's also the last supper before the storm. We eat hastily knowing something is coming. We pray to God to pass us over, marking our foreheads with ash and our hearts with regret. We brothers and sisters and siblings are the ecclesia, the church, the gathering of people, the people literally called out of our normal lives and into something different and fearful and beautiful. We are that beloved community. We will depart from empire, from nation, from mammon, from the way we've always done things. We are always on the move, always at an ending and a beginning. Our weekly supper of bread and wine will be food for the journey. Our love for one another will sustain us in the wilderness. This is the end. We will eat our meal together hastily, our shoes on our feet and our walking sticks in our hands, our luggage packed. For we have been called to witness to the world. We've been called to an ending. We will depart from this place like the apostles, the ones Jesus sent out. We will leave the expectations of the world like the Israelites left Egypt. We will travel in circles where our calling is foolish. We will look ridiculous for insisting on love and compassion and justice, where we will be insulted and misunderstood where we will be desperately hungry for more than bread. Every time we eat this meal together, we remember every other time we have eaten together for 4,000 years. Every time we eat this meal together, every place we eat this meal together, God is present with us. Jesus returns. God is with us on this journey. We are not alone. Yet for now, it seems as though God has abandoned us. We cannot see or feel God. We feel battered and bruised by the story that we enact this week. The light is departing this world. Jesus, our brother, is betrayed into the hands of us poor sinners. Sinners. 